With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Sota Daf Chav Gimel, page 23. We begin one line from the bottom on Chav Beis and Mebeis, 22b. Ve'elu Shem These are the cases that we burn the flower offerings, meaning they can't be brought on, on the Mizbeach. If the woman says that I was unfaithful, I was unfaithful to you. Or we have witnesses who say that she was unfaithful. Or she says, I'm not drinking. Or the husband does not want her to drink. Or the husband had relations with her while they were on the way to get to Yerushalayim. Any woman who's married to a Kohen, so she too, her flower offering, part of it is brought, as we're going to see in the Gemara, and part of it is burned. We're going to see, we're going to find out and understand why that is so in the Gemara. Bas Yisrael Shanises L'Kohen Minchas Nisrafes. A regular woman, a regular Jewish woman who marries a Kohen, so her Mincha is burned. Part of it is burned, as we'll see in the Gemara. The Kohenes Shanises L'Yisrael a woman who's the daughter of a Kohen, who's married to a regular Jew, so part of it obviously is brought on the Mizbeach, and part of it is actually eaten, just like a regular woman, meaning the fact that she's the daughter of a Kohen doesn't change the status of her korban, of her sacrifice. What's the difference between a Kohen and a woman who's a Kohen? As we said, the Mincha of a woman who's a Kohen can be eaten. This is talking about a regular flower offering. So the flower offering of a Kohen is not eaten. The whole thing is burnt. That's like that from the Pasuk. It says, Kalil, that a man, Kohen, who brings his korban, a uh, flower offering. So the whole thing is burned on the Mizbeach. A woman who's a Kohen, so she can lose her status of being a Kohen and the privileges that come along with it by marrying someone who's a non-Kohen. But a Kohen, even if he marries someone who is inappropriate for him, for instance, if he marries someone who is a divorcee, so he does not lose his status as a Kohen. However, of course, his children do. Kohenes, that's not in the Mishnah, but that's a fact. Kohenes mitama lemesim, a woman who is a Kohen, so she's allowed to become tamid, to become impure, by coming in close contact with the dead. But a Kohen is not allowed to come in contact with the dead. A coin is allowed to eat from the Holy of Holies, certain things that are brought, certain sacrifices that are brought. But a, a woman who's a coin and who's married now to a Jew, a regular Jew, so she's not allowed to eat from the from the Kodesh HaKadoshim, from the Holy of Holies. So now we were talking about between a man coin and a woman coin. Now let's talk about men and women in general. We have a few different halachos, eight of them, that are, there are differences between men and women. In regards to a Metzorah, a leprous person, so the man, so he has to let his hair grow, and he has to tear his garments. But a woman, she doesn't have to do this. A man can make his son into a Nazir. But a woman cannot do that. If, let's say, a man, he had been a Nazir, and then he had separated aside a certain carbon, so and he died before he finished his whole tenure. So his son, who is also a Nazir, let's say, so is allowed to, to bring that carbon, and at that point he would shave his hair, just like his father would have done if his father was alive. But a woman cannot take over, so to speak, for her father's carbonos. A man has the ability and the right to marry off his daughter. But a woman cannot marry off her daughter. 
A man can sell his daughter, but a woman does not have that ability. A man is stoned with no clothes on, but a woman is stoned with her clothes on. A man is hung or hanged, but a woman is not hanged. If a man doesn't have the ability to pay for something that he stole, so he will be sold into slavery. But a woman is not going to be sold into slavery. And the Gemara is going to bring down the Psuk and the verses, or the, the Makor, the source for these halachos. We'll see that later on on Amabes. Gemara, the Gemara says, We learned in Abraisa, Whoever is married to a Kohen, so we said in the Mishnah, and this is a this is a brisa, and we're going to explain it. We said that the mincha, their flower offering, is burnt; it's not brought. Part of it is brought, part of it is not brought. Kate said, "How does it work?" Whether we're talking about a bas kohen, a daughter of a kohen, the daughter of a levi, or just a regular woman, a regular Jewish woman who's married to a kohen, that the flower offering is not eaten. Because he has a portion in it. Because we know that a Kohen who owns or he's bringing a flower offering, so the entire thing is burned and it's not eaten at all. But however, this case, so the flower offering is not completely brought on the, on the Mizbeach, since she has a portion in it and she is not a Kohen. So what do we do? The handful is brought on its own as a korban. And separately, what's left over after the komets, what's left over after that handful, is brought on its own. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says, we have a concept which is problematic. We know that whenever you have a korban, that part of it is being brought, and the other part of it is supposed to be eaten, so the other part, the part that's supposed to be eaten, is not allowed to be brought on Mizbeach. So since over here, this woman, part of it is being brought, so in regards to her part, so the second half cannot be brought on the Mizbeach. So how are we leaving it on the Mizbeach? Just because it's partly the coins, it's also partly hers, and therefore we shouldn't be allowed to do that. says, the son of Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, the masik lehu l'shum eitzim. You know what you did? You did not put it up there in order that it should be burned as if it's a korban, as a sacrifice, but rather you put it up there, you know, they had all of this wood that was upon the mizbeach, upon the altar, and they would place the korban as the sacrifices upon the wood. So you're putting it up there, this part, this mincha, the rest of the flower offering, is being placed there as if it's wood, and it's not being placed there in order that it be a sacrifice. Therefore, it's okay. And this is like Lazar, the Tanya, as we learned in Rabbi Lazar, I mean, Rabbi Lazar says, You can't put it up there in order to be a sacrifice. But you can put it up there in order that it be as if it's wood. So the Gemara says, This is very good according to Rabbi Lazar, who holds of this concept. But according to the Rabban and the Rabbis, who argue on Rabbi Lazar, and they say that you can't put it up there, even if you're doing it in order that it should be like the wood. You still can't put it up there because the Torah says whenever you have part of it that's supposed to be eaten, it must be eaten. It can't be used for any other purpose. It can't even be put up there for wood. So, what are we going to say according to them? So we answer the Adi Shimon. We do according to the Rabbanon, according to the Rabbis, like Rabbi Lazar Shimon says. The Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, Rabbi Lazar Shimon, Aymer. We have in this case, it's an important background we need from Rashi, and that is that there, there are two types of minchas, there are two types of flower offerings. One is called an adava, one is brought out of the goodness of the heart of the one who brought, wants to bring it, and one is brought because of a sin. Minchas chayte it's called, a sinner's flower offering. 
So we know the concept that for a Kohen, a priest who brings his own flower offering, so the main halacha is that it's said that it's completely burnt. It's only said by Minchas Nedava, by a Kohen who's bringing this flower offering because he's doing it out of the goodness of his heart. So it's a machlog, it's an argument when it comes to a minchas chote, when he's bringing it because he did a sin, whether or not the second part of it is burnt or not, whether or not it's brought as a korban, whether it's brought as a sacrifice. So the rabban and the rabbis hold that the entire thing is burnt, that the whole thing is considered a korban. But Rebbe Lezer Shimon says, that's what we're reading now, Rebbe Lezer Shimon Aymer, that first handful is brought on its own, Vashirayim, but the leftovers, you can't bring them on the, on the Mizbeach. So what do you do with them? Mispazran al-Besadeshen. What you do with them is that just like any other Mincha offering, a flower offering, that it's no good, that you can't bring it on the Mizbeach, on the altar, so you bring it to a certain place called the Besadeshen, and that's where you burn it there separately. We turn the page. And the rabbis who say that you burn the whole thing, they only argue in that case. They hold that that's something that can be brought on the Mizbech, on the altar. But in our case, this is referring back to our case where we have a woman. Part of it belongs to this woman who's not a Kohen. Even if she's a Bas Kohen, a daughter of a Kohen, she's still not a Kohen. She's not a priest. So since it belongs to her and it can't be brought for that reason upon the altar, even the rabbis will agree that over here, we too would take it and we would burn it. Thus we have the understanding of why, in the Mishnah it says that a woman who's married to the Kohen, so what do we do with it? Part of it is brought, the Kmitzah, the handful is brought on the Mizbech, upon the altar, and the rest of it is brought to the Beis Hadeshen, to the place where they would burn things that could not be brought on the altar. Now the Gemara continues, from four lines in, Bas Yisrael Hanesua V'chulei A regular woman, a regular Jewish woman who's married, etc. My timer, what's the reason? The Amar Krak, the verse says, that the mincha of a kohen, so we say the flower offering of a kohen, you bring it completely and it's not eaten. Kohen, so that's specifically a kohen, his is not eaten, but in regards to a woman who is the daughter of a kohen, so hers indeed is eaten. Now we said in the Mishnah, so a woman Kohen, a daughter of a Kohen, so she loses her status, any kind of privileges of being a Kohen, but a Kohen, by marrying someone who is inappropriate for him, does not lose her status. How do we know that? Because the verse says, that he shall not, when he marries, the verse says that when he marries someone who is inappropriate for him, let's say he marries a woman who is a divorcee, so he ruins his children. So his children are ruined. So he is not, because his children, so they no longer have the status of a Kohen. They have the status of a regular Jew, but he doesn't get ruined in any way. We said that a, a woman who is a Bas Kohen, the daughter of a priest, so she's allowed to become Tame Mez, to become impure, coming in contact with the dead. My time, and why is this? Amar Krak, because the verse says, Emar Aaron. Say this halachas, the concept of not becoming Tame, not becoming impure, to the Kohanim, the priests, the children of Aaron. Aaron. Only the sons of Aaron, but not the daughters of Aaron. We said a Kohen has the ability to eat from the Holy of Holies. The Chsiv, as the verse says, because it says every male from the sons of Aaron will eat. So that excludes a female. So we said in the Mishnah, what is the difference between, what are cases of a difference between men and women? We learn in the Brisa. The verse says man, so we only know man. 
Isha minayin. So how do we know that these halachos, the halachos of mitzora, apply to women as well? Kishu Omer vahat sarua asherbo. It says the leprous one, and it doesn't specify man or woman. So harekan shnayim. So that includes even a woman. Him came atamalomar ish. So why did the Torah originally specify man? So this is reference to something below. That only specifically a man has to let his hair grow and rip his clothing, but a woman does not. So we said that a man has the ability to make his son into a nazir. But a woman does not have that ability. says, how do we know this? This is a halacha la Moshe Misina. This is something that Moses received on Sinai. We said that a man can take over, so to speak, for the Nazirus of his father, if his father had died, and he will go and shave his hair. But a woman doesn't have to do that. She can't take over his his Nazirus. Rabbi Yechanan says, where do we know this? This too is a halacha Moshe Misinai, something that Moses got on Sinai in regards to the laws of Nazir. A man has the ability to marry off his daughter, but a woman can't. Because the verse says, A man is speaking in the verse, and he says, I gave over my, my daughter to this man. So we see that only men are allowed to do it. A man can sell his daughter as a slave, or as a maidservant, and a woman does not have the ability to sell her, her daughter. As the verse says, When a man shall sell his daughter. So we see it's specifically a man. We said that a man is stoned with no clothes on. My time, what's the reason? He shall be stoned. My What does it mean, him? What does it mean, he will be stoned? Maybe if it means that only he will be stoned and not her, the verse says, In regards to stoning, it says, you take out the man or the woman. So we see that a woman can be stoned. So it's saying a different law, that there's, difference, there's a difference between a man and a woman. That only he is taken out without any clothes, but not she, without her clothes. So we said a man is has hanged and a woman is not hanged. My time, oh, why is this? Amar Kruk is the verses Vatalisa Oisoi al Aits. He is hanged upon the tree. He is hanged, but not she. So a man is sold if he doesn't have the money to pay for something that he stole. But a woman is not sold. My time, what's the reason? Amar Kruk is the verse says He shall be sold for his stealing. For his stealing and not for her stealing. If she steals something and she doesn't have the money to pay, she does not become a servant. We have completed and we will return to you. Chapter Hayanotel and we'll continue with the following Mishnah in tomorrow's daf.